Welcome to another mile post of the V-Twin Life. We talk motorcycles powered by those V-Twins, why we enjoy it, what they mean to us, and just why we enjoy the open road. V-Twin Life is brought to you by CrashInClothing.com, also known as Crash Inc. on the World Wide Web. Man, Brad is on a lot of stuff. You want to get some merchandise, you want to get parts, you want to upgrade stuff on your bike. He is a dealer for a lot of great companies, so check out CrashInClothing.com and see what they got for you. Now, we got Wild Ass. You want to ask some comfort to your ass? Man, Wild Ass has got you covered. They've got something you like. Use that promo code DWOODS. Get yourself free shipping and put that ass in comfort. Can't forget Custom Dynamics leading the world in LED lighting and LED technology. Man, these guys got some great stuff. You want to light up your life at nighttime? You want to be seen during the day? Hey, check out Custom Dynamics. Can't forget Lexan. These guys got some great comm units. I just got the new G16s. Man, you want to talk quality? These things are awesome. Loudspeakers, plus they got some air pumps. Small ones you keep in your bike. They're ready to go. So check out Lexan. So now, let's get to another mile post of the V-Twin Life. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another mile post tonight. It is mile post 122 with Misty Dyer out of Minnesota. Kind of one of the voices of Mile Monsters does a lot of stuff helping them. A great organization that, I mean, you guys seen so many of the guests. We're all part of it, and it's a great organization and a great thing to be part of. And Misty and Dylan, they're a big part. So Misty's been around motorcycles a long time. So we got her to come on and share some stories and ventures of how she got started on Life on Two Wheels. So welcome to the show, Misty. Thanks for uh, coming and hanging out. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. So let's dive in where we like to. So how did you get into motorcycles? Where did it come into life for you? Oh, let's see. Well, my dad was a mechanic. So small engine mechanic, mainly Yamahas. And uh, I probably started at seven, eight years old on a motorcycle. And uh, yeah, that's, he would always bring stuff home for us to, you know, for me to put, to ride on. And so you know, it was kind of pushed at me to, to, to you know, to ride. Uh, his only stipulation was wear a helmet. Got to wear a helmet. That was, that was his thing. And that's I, not a bad I went thing. Through, no, it's not. That was pushed on me. So, yeah, like I said, it started at about age seven and I, you know, I, I did that for quite a while. It went from different little dirt bikes he'd bring home and three wheelers and just stuff like that. And then I don't know, I started getting into horses. So that was kind of where it changed for me. I started horses and started riding horses and, uh, yeah. Those aren't as easy to control because they got a mind of their own where at least motorcycles, you know, the, Right hand's kind of the yeah. control of things. And, you know, my dad was always wanting to, I, I, he'd take me to school. I'd ride on the back of a motorcycle with him. He had motorcycles. So it was kind of always there for me. <laughs> but I never really got into it until I was older. But he, it was almost like he, I won't say he pushed it, but, it, you know, it was always there. But my mom was always you know, they're dangerous, but you know, then I'm on a horse and I can, I was hurt more times. I can even tell you on a horse, um, in the hot, you know, not in the hospital, but going to the doctor and whatever with a horse than 
I ever was on the little dirt bikes and that. So I can believe I that. Yeah, they have a mind of their own. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So then I moved out of the house, sold my horses, uh, moved in with Dylan, <laughs> very young. He worked at a motorcycle dealership, the same one my dad did. And he would bring bikes home and I'd ride on the back with him. He did not make it any fun for me riding <laughs> on the back. <laughs> so it just kind of, and then it went from that to, you know, I had a baby and that was my life. You know what I mean? I just had to take care of my son. And I'm trying to think of when, what was, it was 2011. Um, well, actually what happened, my, my husband got sober and things started changing for us. Our life did a complete change. And it, I don't know. I just, I was able to do what I wanted to do. I don't know, not to blame him. I was always me. You know what I mean? I just, yeah, yeah. It, we did a 180 when he sobered up. I, I don't know. Things were just wonderful. We went to a racetrack and I saw this hair scramble and I said, I want to do that. And so next thing you know, he buys me a dirt bike and we started doing that. Uh, the family got into dirt biking, my son, my husband, Dylan, and we started riding and I, I raced hair scrambles. So those are fun. Yeah. I always enjoyed, I mean, also not just hair scramble, but I mean, just trail riding in itself was so much fun. And, you know, it's a test of your own self against, I mean, some of the trails, I mean, some can be more tight, more technical. And, you know, I mean, they have some places around here we can ride where, you know, they're kind of numbered when it comes to level of difficulty and you know, labeled, but it's, it's a lot of fun. It is. Yeah. I miss a couple, a couple of the old dirt bikes I had when it come to trail riding and stuff. It was so much fun. I do too. I, I kind of regret now getting rid of my dirt bike. I didn't have to, but I just, I don't know. I felt I wouldn't be riding it anymore. Well, now we live here and we have acreage and Dylan has trails and he made all these trails and it just would be, I just wish I had it. I do. What one would you have? I had a TTR um, 125. Oh, okay. It was just a smaller four stroke, mm -hmm. but electric start, uh, but it worked really great in the hair scrambles. So I think the one I missed the most, I had a TT 500 in Yamaha and that thing was so much fun. I, that's probably one of the dirt bikes that I missed the most. Yeah. It was great for that stuff. <laughs> Cause actually I think one of the pictures you sent that must've been from one of the hair scrambles. Yeah. You, you know, the dirt bike plus all your gear covered in mud. Yes, that was a memorable one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, they all they all were. I I did a circuit for a year. Oh wow! Was all like, yeah, and went to pretty much everyone. Dylan and Bailey were troopers. They they went along with me, cheered me on. We went all over the United or not? Not I mean all over Minnesota, and you know, I it was just something I felt I had to do. So, and Which is I, super cool. I had, 
I had an amazing time. It, it was, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of memories for me. Because oh, we, were, I bet. we raced, you know, we raced against, I mean, you were in your own class, but there was, you know, when, when taking off, there was, shit, I don't know, a lot. I mean, it was every class took off at once, you know, mm -hmm. so it was pretty exciting. So, I mean, you get to compete against multiple levels of skill, even though you're in one class, but you're riding with a whole lot of people, which would be pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I was riding with professionals who, you know, would run you over if you got in their way. Yep, and they did. <laughs> <laughs> if you got in their way, they pushed you out of the way. So, I had that one time when I did a Grand Prix race once, and it was like that. I class I signed up for was kind of the intermediate beginner but they ended up riding it with the intermediate, the beginner, the novice, pro, and expert. And it's like, holy crap. Got a starting line about a block wide, and it was like three blocks long of motorcycles. Like, holy Jesus, I'm going to die. But it was so freaking fun. Yeah, I'll never forget my first one. I thought, what did I get myself into? The weather was so cold. I was wearing castle gear because I was so cold. And Dylan and Bailey sat in the race van with the heater on, you know, until I'd come around because the race was, you know, an hour long. Mm -hmm. It was as many trips as, you know, it took to do an hour. <laughs> and I remember seeing the logs and the, we had to go over. It was like, I don't know what I got myself into because I can't, but, <laughs> but it was, it was, I don't know. It was a lot of fun. So. It's a challenge. Like, I mean, like anything, you know, you, yeah. it's a challenge yourself. It's like, all right, well, I'm in it now. Time to see how this is going to go. Yeah. The, uh, the one of the picture that I sent you, mm -hmm. that took me an, I think an hour and 20 minutes to go around one time. And usually you go around four or five times, you know, on a track. It had rained for, I don't know how many days. And it was in like a, gravel pit and and then there was a bog and all kinds of stuff but at the end they had to use big heavy machinery to get some of the bikes out of there that blew up oh, so Jesus. I felt, yeah oh yeah yeah it was pretty when i would ride i would see bikes with you know smoke coming out of them and the people walking away so i felt pretty good just to finish I don't remember what place I came in that day, but I probably last. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not last. I, I mean, if they're picking people up and picking bikes up, obviously enough. Yeah, there was so many that didn't finish. I felt so honored to just, you know, finish the race. So Absolutely. Yeah. So how long did you continue doing the scrambles? It was just mainly kind of a one-year season of just actually trying to competitively, or did you keep going off and on? No, I just did it competitively uh, the one year, and then. But we have a local track here that we're friends with the people that own it, and we would help run it. And so we would ride every weekend at this. It's a like a one mile track, and so we would go ride there every weekend. So it was it wasn't like being in a hair scramble, but I still got to ride. Right. So we did that every weekend. The three of us as a family, and I missed that. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. All summer long, we were there, and yeah, it was a lot. It yeah, I just missed those times. So <laughs> but yeah, yeah as you look back, 
as we all get a little older, you look back, it's like, man, I would like to do it again. But yeah, I don't think my body would take it that well. Well, that's kind of, I started, I feel like I was, and this is just me, you know, I'm a mom and I, the second year I went to do it and I thought, man, what if I got hurt? That never entered my mind the first year. It, it didn't even, and I crashed and I got hurt a couple of times, not seriously or anything, just twisted a wrist and stuff. But this, I don't know. I just got on the bike and I was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I can do it this year. So we just rode and had fun. Yeah, but that's about me. Especially when you're having fun, it it makes it just that much more enjoyable too. But I can understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, it's no fun anymore when you when you worry about crashing. So yeah, that whole adulthood and having to adult, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks to be an adult. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when did you find? Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. I said I had a really good picture of my son and my husband with all the time. So, yeah, they were awesome. So. And that's, you know, that's an awesome point, you know, just to have those is also, you know, the photos to bring back memories or, you know, click on little things in your mind. It's like, oh, I remember that or the stories and just makes it all that more enjoyable. Yeah. I think that's a problem I have also sometimes with, you know, doing some of these rides as I, tend to just want to ride and forget about taking pictures. I mean, I'm enjoying the moment, but I forget about that. I feel like you just want to go, go, go. And that's one yeah. thing trying to get myself to do is also get some more pictures, have some more stuff to remember it by also. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes we forget that. Yeah. <laughs> some of the memory like Amy talked about, cause I used to, when the kids were younger, I used to hill climb and, it was so much fun. And the same thing. It's like, you know, it got to the points like I get hurt. I'm kind of, kind of host. And so some of the fun stuff's got to go away, but I mean, I mean, we got our kids into it. They all did hill climbing when they were younger and it was, it's fun to see it go on and, you know, you show the next generation, bring them into, into motorcycles. Yeah, it is. That's, my dad used to do hill climbing more amateur, you know, but, um, and then I remember being a kid going to out on the ice, freezing to death, watching him race three wheelers and snowmobiles. And that's just how I grew up, you know? So, yeah. So did you grow up your whole life in Minnesota then? Yes. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure. I just thought I'd find that. I mean, talk about ice race. Like, well, obviously you gotta be somewhere where it's flat out freezing cold. Yeah. Hopefully not my whole life, but. <laughs> we'll see yeah so when did you find the when did you get into road riding so yeah so then that i it was probably 2014 uh, i think it was yeah um dylan had a old sportster older sportster a 02 and i decided i wanted to learn to ride <laughs> sorry hey, that, <laughs> i missed that smell there's oh yeah the smell of two-stroke for sure i can understand it's just something about it you go to the races and so <laughs> yeah it was never a dull moment as a kid i know that too but i um I, I didn't brush on that too much i guess but so anyway the whole 
yeah, his he had an older black sportster, and the one day I just decided I'm gonna do it. He was, he was, he had just got back, I think, from Sturgis. I don't know. He could tell you, or he was heading to Sturgis. He he took off on a, on on this old sportster by himself to Sturgis, and I decided I'm going next year. He that's what it was. He went, and then he got back, and he goes, "You have to go. You you're missing out." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna learn to ride. I'm gonna do this." And I'm one that I don't want help. I just let me do it. And so he gave me the bike and he said, here you go. And of all the bikes to learn on, this thing was like, <laughs> it was horrible. It, it was, yeah. Anyway, I learned. And that was August, uh, October. I, I think it was October. September, October, he bought for his it was probably close to October because it was near his birthday. It was beautiful out. He bought a new Sportster, an iron. It was a 14. And uh, I stole it from him. I went and took my license, got my license because I had my permit. And all he said was, don't crash. Go take the test. You know, don't crash it. Don't scratch it up. <laughs> so took my test, passed. Great encouragement. And, yeah, I was like, thanks, honey. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> And uh, took my test, passed, and of course, then it was starting to get winter. So the next spring, I started riding, and then we went to Sturgis that August. And I hadn't been, which is a terrible idea, but I, I hadn't been riding not very long, but I did good. So yeah, we had the two old Sportsters and in the back of the race van, and it couldn't have been, you know, that's the memories right there for me. So. And that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to sometime we'll get together, give you a call, and you can hear this great story. Amy has very real dreams, and one in, involved a sportster. And yeah, you'll die laughing when I uh, oh, will share that story later. <laughs> you'll get a, a kick out of that. We'll give you a call when we're done. <laughs> okay. Perfect. It is and I'm hysterical. Not, I'm not trying to diss sportsters. I love them, but so I learned to ride on one. And that's all I knew, <laughs> you know, so, and then you get a different bike and it's like, oh my God, <laughs> this is comfortable. <laughs> yeah. So he bought a, a street Bob and let me ride it a couple times. And I was like, oh my God, nothing, that thing rides so awesome. And yeah, I hadn't rode very much because, you know, different things, just the sportsters and. So yeah, but it's fun. You know, you, you got on, you figured it out, and and you you kept going. And you know, you talk about your, you know, you learned to ride and basically go to Sturgis, and that was our son Hayden when we went to the the send off for the Hoka Hey. He'd only been riding on the road for six weeks when he asked oh. him, "Hey, you want to go for a ride?" And he rode his V Star that he just bought all over South Dakota. And I mean, he grew up on dirt bikes, but never on the road and. That he did phenomenal it was it was really fun, yeah, but you know, kind of a, a similar deal. Hadn't been riding very long, and oh, cool, let's go. You know, a long ways from home. That's cool. Yeah, I was. I did pretty good. I was scared of the big hills, you know, out there. It was intimidating, you know, at first, you know, because I had never mm -hmm. been there and new on a bike, and that was a little freaky. But other than that. I don't know. I think I did pretty good. So, yeah. Well, you're still riding. I, 
Yeah, I'm still here. I took that, but that first bike we had, it didn't want to turn. It wanted to stay straight up. It was, it was hard to turn on it. And I, I don't know. It's, and then Dylan made me turn. We had a, we lived down a small road, tarred road. And he made me learn to turn in the road, you know, like go and turn in the road mm-hmm. and stay and like do a U-turn in the road. And I got pretty good at it, but it, it was scary to learn <laughs> to do that. So, and you know, you get more, more confidence in yourself and, you know, kind of the fundamentals and you learn some of the tighter maneuvering it just helps build skill level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Takes, takes a while. So, yeah. But you kept going, which is awesome. It's cool. So what did you guys do after that? Did you take another, you know, that kind of set the bug in for, you know, traveling and wanting to go more places on motorcycles? You know, you know, we did Sturgis every year. We never went, I never went on any really long rides, um, you know, day rides, just, you know, just day rides mainly. And then we looked forward to Sturgis every year. And then, um, I don't know, now it's been probably four years ago. I had a car accident and hurt my neck and shoulder and that. And so the sportster was like, gotta go. I can't, you know, I can't do this. So I looked into a different bike. We had been out in Sturgis and I tried, we, you know, we, we went out and rode like, you know, you can try out all the Harleys at the- Yeah, at the demos. Yeah, at the demos. And we just started riding and I rode a deluxe and I fell in love with it. And well, that's a longer story, but anyway, ended up <laughs> buying one. And yeah, I just I love it. I I do. It's it's my favorite. I just really do. I love it. And we we have a lot of trips planned that are longer, but as far as long rides, we've done you know the uh, you know a thousand miles in a day. We've done a one k. That was my first one. That was last year for me. And uh, we went to Montana. And then during the Monster 100, Dylan thought it was a great idea to sign up two days back to back. I'm like, oh, yeah, no problem. And then I start hearing everybody say about how, well, this was before I did my 1K even. I hadn't even done. The most I had ever rode was seriously Denver probably 400 miles in a day, maybe, you know, we just didn't do long, you know, we rode a lot when we go to Sturgis and that, but we just didn't, I don't know, it was within a week, you know what I mean? Not yeah. in a day, probably 400 miles in a, you know, in a day. And we signed up for that. And then I remember, I'll never forget riots talking during one of the deals, I think it was during Monster Monday or something talking about how serious uh, a 1K is, that it's really no joke, you know? And I'm like, what did I do? You know, what did I, and this is two in a row, you know? Well, anyway, Dylan's like, maybe you should try a 1K, you know? So, so I, uh, so we did our 1K and I did pretty good. And so I, then I wasn't as nervous. So we did 2000 miles in two days during our, um, the monster 100 and that went pretty well 
doing them back to back is a whole different animal than riding one and giving yes. yourself a a day or so yeah. to recover and then but doing back to back is no joke. It is no joke. I Dylan didn't like me on the second day. I didn't like him on the second day. <laughs> um, starting out was perfect. It was wonderful. Well, then, of course, he hit an antelope 20 minutes in, and that set the mood. Yeah. For me, it set the mood to, you know, I don't know. I was bawling. <laughs> you know, I'm scared for him, you know. And Yeah, look, you're an asshole for this. I hate you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, then, then it got okay. And then towards the end, I don't know, I had kind of a meltdown at about 800 miles. So, and, but I did okay. But I have goals of, uh, I would really like to do, and I'm going to say this out loud, because then I feel like I have to do it. I really want to do a three and three. So Yeah, the Saddle Store 3000. And my goal was, but my son and my husband told me that my goal was a little too much. I want to, I really want to do a BBG. That's my, that's what I really want to do. That's, said, I'm still, go ahead. I have the same goal. I mean, I want to, I've done, you know, the regular, the bun burner in under 36. I've done two of those, but I want to yeah. get the gold. That's, yeah. I want to try to accomplish that this year. We did the but we did the third. Um, what was I trying to say? Fifteen and thirty-six when we were on our two thousand. I just I didn't turn it in. Mm -hmm. But uh, now I wanted to do a BBG and a three and three inside of it, and my son won't let me. So he's oh, like, Jason. "Yeah, I don't think so." And I don't know if I could do it, but I'm just. But those are my two goals: is a BBG and a three and three. So, no, that'd be, and, and those are awesome goals. I mean, it's and that's how you you know accomplish them. I mean, I know I same thing. I built out a few. It's like, okay, I want to try to accomplish this and and this, and it's just you know whether a person wants to you know I guess train at it in a way, but it's. Well, for me, it was amazing. The first time I did my first 1K, it's like you get some people that, you know, kind of think, why would you want to do that? You're not enjoying it. It's just stupid. And some people don't get it. And it's like, man, you do one, you realize how much fun it was and the adrenaline and it, it gets addicting. It's like, dude, this was an absolute blast. Yeah. You know, you, you challenge yourself, you know, mentally and physically and, you know, yeah. for some, and it is, it's something it's not for everybody, but there's those people, you know, like ourselves that enjoy it it's a challenge like you know okay cool now i need to step it up and another goal and heck yeah i think it's awesome i i'm not one that tells people i'm gonna put on this many miles in a year i don't yeah I just don't do that. i and that's everybody's got their own thing i didn't put that many miles on last year i mean it was a lot for me but if i told people they'd be like really you know but, but was, see the what the thing is, I think a lot of miles is going to be different than to each person. I mean, you it look is. at, you know, like you, you got wrong way in the chat. I mean, you know, he is a, a mile pounding fool. You got, you know, Michael Nielsen, two wheels to survive. He did is it 20, 22 and 22 or 23 of them and 23. I can't remember which year, you know, of one case and everybody has a different goal, but everybody has a different style of riding and, that's the thing. It's like who 
I don't care how many miles somebody rode when you do it. Hey, that's awesome. Everybody has a different spectrum of what's more to them. And, but the bottom line is we're all out riding. We're all enjoying it, having fun. And you know what one person does is what one person does. And I love riding with Dylan. Dylan and I, you know, it's so funny because people are like, you guys don't have a headset. You don't, you know, we don't have to. We've been together, Denver, since we were 16 years old. We don't need a headset. <laughs> we pretty much know what the other one's thinking. We know. I mean, I just love riding with him. I do. Could I Could I go on my own and do all of these? Yeah, I can, but I choose not to. You know, I just, I like to ride with him. So, And he pushes me, and that helps me. So... Yeah. Well, so, you know, I mean, with Amy and I, we've been together since she was 16 and I was 18. And like this year, she, you know, when uh, we got the opportunity to go to Sturgis, that was the the longest she'd ever ridden. I mean, we had two days in the trip, you know, going over and one day coming back or we did 600 miles. And before that, probably her longest day was 200, 250-ish. And yeah. I mean... Not to lie and sound, you know, wild ass is great, but if it honestly, if it wasn't for the wild ass cushion, there's oh, no way Amy would have yeah. been able to do it. I mean, she had an incident coming off a horse and really messed up her tailbone and her her yeah. lower spine, and and having that wild ass made it such a huge difference for her to go that far and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. And it's like I mean, you know, we we have the calm units and the helmets, but honestly, it's like we don't. We might say that. 10 hours of riding might talk maybe totally for an hour throughout the entire day. It's like, I'll have my music going. She's listening to her <laughs> true crime podcast. So she figure out how she's going to murder me at some point when she gets pissed off. And no, See, we're better off not having a podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'm not dissing anybody. I, you know, I think it works great for a lot of scenarios. I really do. But him and I get our, we get in our mode and I literally, when it's time to do the, you know, the long distance ride and I talk like I'm a, you know, a pro at it. I'm not, I'm anything, but, but I've done, you know, a few it, I get in that mode and I just, I don't know. I love it. I do. I, and so I just, I want to see what I can, I want to see what I can do. So. Yeah. I mean, and everybody builds something to work for them. I think I really, you know, having the communists, like when Hayden and I wrote, I think I really liked it because, on that aspect with him and I, it's like I could watch in the mirrors or, you know, times, you know, hey, let's change lanes here. You get this lane, then I'm going to come over. Or like when we went yeah. through uh, the Tetons and we coming down through, uh, we were just outside Jacksonville and ran into a massive herd of buffalo. And it's like we're coming around the corner and I could see one behind a tree. So opened up the, you know, the intercom and the, and the commune and say, hey, you know, watch it around this corner. There's a buffalo who's behind that tree. And of course, there's Hayden. Well, you want to stop and get a selfie with it? I'm like, <laughs> I ain't like right, man. I ain't taking selfies with buffaloes, but there sure was a whole lot of tourists chasing them through the fields that wanted to go take pictures. Like, you guys are stupid. Yep. No. I, I had a buffalo encounter, and I am, <laughs> and I wasn't being dumb. Um, like, but I am so terrified of buffalo now that. Yeah, it's well, yeah, it's like a tactical assault cow. I mean, they're, they're nothing to mess with. Yeah. They are not. They're huge. They are huge. Yes. But they do taste good. I'll give them that. I love buffalo. <laughs> That's kind of one of our things after my encounter. Um, that was only the second 
year or something we were there. Maybe third, I don't know. Now every year we have a buffalo burger in honor of that. So <laughs> I have to eat buffalo just to get even with that. Well, that for us, I mean, that was the first time that I had actually seen them in the wild. And the year before, or no, that, that was the same trip. Amy and her girlfriend, they were out going through, uh, I think they were going down by Iron Mountain Road and Keystone area, and they saw buffalo down there. But it, it is cool to see them in the wild. And just, you know, for some people, you've never seen one. It's crazy. I mean, those things are huge. They are. They're very huge. Yeah, it sucks yeah. getting spaced by them. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. No, thank you. It's like I wasn't sticking around. We saw them. I was like, nah, I'm going to keep going. <laughs> them things are fast. Yeah, they are. They're not as fast as a sports car. <laughs> <laughs> But they're pretty damn fast. This yeah. is true. <laughs> Drop a gear and get out of there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where do you see them at? What part of the area? Uh, I don't remember. It was in it was in South Dakota, but Glenn might be able to chime in and tell you. I don't know, but we got yeah. caught between two cliffs and there were a bunch of people and nobody would go. And of course Dylan says, let's go. And I'm sure somebody filmed it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think it's one thing to be in your car you're there, but on a motorcycle, that's a that's another story. So yeah. Well, I said near Custer. It wasn't in Custer, but it was near there. So yeah. Yeah, pretty It is definitely a beautiful area. Right through the Black Hills is absolutely gorgeous. It is. I love it. It was neat. I that's what I think it was so cool the year, the first year when we went over in twenty, well, yeah, twenty-two being over there before the rally where it's not so crowded and you can kind of be able to enjoy the countryside a little bit more. And I think I would recommend that to anybody. If you want to enjoy it, definitely go there pre-rally if you want to enjoy the sights and actually ride around. Yeah, I agree. We went one year where we stayed later and right after Sturgis, it kind of dies. And there were still people out there, but not a ton. And mm -hmm. we had the yeah, it was, it was pretty nice. We had a lot of riding to ourselves. Which is nice. It was, yeah. Yeah, we went the, what was that, the last weekend of June. And then, of course, you know, this year, or well, I guess last year now during the rally with working with Craig and them. But, yeah, it sure is a, a big difference when you go rally time to non-rally. Mm -hmm. That is for sure. So you still you still have your, deuce, your soft tail, right? I do. That's what I ride now, yes. So if you could upgrade any other bike, you know what it'd be? Or have you ever thought about it? It's your dream bike? Um, actually, I looked at another bike that was just like mine. Uh, oh, did you? But it yeah, I don't think I'd change. I I love my bike. Mm -hmm. I if, I if somebody told me you can't have your bike, you have to have something else, I would have Road King. But it'd have to be lower than... Yep. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. So. So Amy was wondering, what's your favorite ride near Sturgis? Oh. I would have to say, I'm not going to say what everybody else would say would be like, you know. I'm going to say like, is it Vanacker Canyon? Yes, or, I agree, Vanacker Canyon. Canyon. Or um. 
I, I can never think of the name of it. It's where I want to live. Dylan might pipe in. I'm having an, a little nervous and had a mind blank. Um, where the waterfall is. The Spearfish Canyon. Spearfish Canyon. That would be my next. Bannocker Canyon like was beautiful. Ones. Yeah. Nemo. Oh, Nemo. Nemo too. It Nemo is beautiful. And, yeah. It's, they're my favorite. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I like Iron Mountain and Needles, but I just, it's just too congested and. Yeah. But I, and I never knew about Van Ocker Canyon. Craig took me through it. And then I took uh, uh, one of the days when Amy and I were both working in Sturgis, took her through Van Ocker Canyon. And that is an absolute gorgeous ride. The country up there is so beautiful. And I don't think a lot of people don't know about it. I think it's still yeah. one of the little hidden gems because there wasn't a lot of traffic on it. Yeah. Dylan said Nemo for a ride and breakfast at, you know, at the fire department. That's kind of our mm -hmm. thing. We don't do it every morning, but we, oh, we love that. Call ass down there and you can, you can usually, yeah. and, and then get in line for the breakfast that they have. They have a, oh, it's awesome. Yeah. We rode by the, did it twice. And there was a lot of bikes at the fire hall. And of course you see all the signs for breakfast and it's like, that's pretty cool. It's, they have an amazing breakfast. It's like, I don't know. 10, 12 bucks a person or fit. I don't know. It goes up every year. You know how it is. Yeah. Under 15, but it's all you can eat. And they give you a lot of food. So. Oh, heck yeah. And the thing about, I mean, you're, you know, what you're paying and whatnot is also probably really helping out their budget and what they need for stuff to really help out the fire department. That area also a great way for them to, to make some money and a lot of us get some good food. So heck yeah. Yeah, I agree. Van Ocker is a beautiful area. Mm -hmm. There's some big ranches up there. You see all the, you know, like, you know, you got the houses out in the fields, like the ranch hands, and it's like, holy crap. Yeah. What's one of your favorite rides you guys enjoy up by you? You guys got like a favorite loop or an area that you really enjoy riding? It's funny because I don't know the name. I don't know the names of any of our roads <laughs> around here. It's kind of funny. Um, I would have to say, Oh, let's see. Yeah, let, we got a lot of twisty roads here. I think there's a road called 84. Dylan might correct me. It takes you up closer to, it, it's a little ways from here, but that's a fun road. It's super twisty and it's for quite a ways. That's a fun one. We don't get up, we don't get to that one all the time, but that one's a really good one and then we have one very local close to here near like Noke lake road very twisty shorter but we kind of make we kind of make a loop where it goes around all the lakes so mm -hmm. and then we end up at the coffee shop that's kind of yeah like see because you guys are more kind of south central minnesota am i right what's that are you guys are kind of like center. south central minnesota we're right in the center of minnesota okay Right in the center. I knew it was somewhere close. Yeah. It was funny. We were camping last, was it last week, and actually met a couple that was from, uh, they were south, lived south of Duluth, Minnesota, but they drove all the way over here to buy an Arctic Fox fifth wheel. Oh, wow. And they just had bought it because they pulled into the campground we were camping. He was asking some questions and whatnot, and 
they told us, yeah, we just drove over from Minnesota. We just picked this up like 45 minutes ago. I'm like, you guys drove from Minnesota over here in basically Port Angeles to buy a fifth wheel. Holy crap. Pretty freaking crazy, but funny. It is. That's crazy. So you guys got, I know besides like the, the Monster K, do you guys have any other kind of little ride or rides planned or places you guys want to try to visit next year? Or I guess this year? This year, yeah, of course. Um, I have some stuff in mind. I, you know, I, well, we'll be riding in Florida. We're going to Daytona for sure. And, you know, we'll be in, well, we'll be in Texas soon, but we, uh, I, I want to do my BBG and my three and three. I don't know. That's going to take us out probably towards Montana, way into Montana. I'm assuming Miami, Washington. Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> uh, but I would like to venture that way. You know, I, I'd like to do a ride that's not fast, that's just, you know, takes days to do. I haven't really done any of that. You know, Dylan has, but I really haven't. You know, where you either camp outside or you don't or, you know, whatever. And I would I would really like to do that. We guys should just do that the week before the Monster K and then just come out here. I was going to say that, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> been talking about that. So, yeah. Seeing uh, all kinds of stuff along the way. So, that would be fun. Oh, yeah. I would like to do that. So, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, we got a lot of other hobbies too. So, it kind of, you know, we <laughs> we do as much riding as we can, but other things come into play too. So, yeah. Well, how'd you guys get into, I think I know the answer to this question, but how'd you guys get involved with Mile Monsters? Oh, so it was, well, it's been a few years ago now, but we were on a Craig Johnson Memorial ride and Riot showed up for the ride. And we met Riot and he kind of started talking about it. And he uh we were interested you know just kind of wondering and then i think it was that was in the fall and that spring you know we kind of started following them well that's kind of when hopper i mean it was a run it all broke out with hopper and you know his big ride and and so we got really involved watching all of that and and dylan was very intrigued with it so then he did a ride for them and yeah and we just kind of, just kind of grew. So. I, yeah, I figured it, it had something. To, I know, figured Craig was somewhere in the, in the loop on yeah. that one. Yeah, it was Craig. Yeah. Him or Renee yeah. are great. I enjoyed their company. Really getting to know them this summer. We had a lot of fun with them. Yeah, yeah a lot of fun. I love his idea. How he does, you know, the the Craig Johnson Memorial Ride. Which is a great idea, you know. I not enjoy people's company before, and instead of having them do something when you're gone, it seems it's brilliant, really. It is, yeah. We enjoy that. We go on that ride every year, and that's a lot of fun. It really is. You never know where he's going to take you. <laughs> Part of the adventure. It is, yeah. So some of these places, you guys trailer your bikes down, or like if you can go to like Daytona and some of these other places. Yep, we trail trailer. Well, we'll be trailering to to Santa Daytona, 
and <laughs> we do it at Sturgis too, only because Dylan has a chopper and he's working on a chopper in the garage for me that God willing will be done this year because I have some plans for this chopper and in uh, Sturgis. So I need it done. And so we'll have four bikes. So it's hard to ride four bikes. I've been wanting to ride to Sturgis. I mean, it's, I also don't want to sleep outside in a tent. So I, uh, so we take our trailer and we sleep in the trailer. I, I don't know. I like it. And it's a good time. Especially when it's nasty and, you know, weather-wise or whatnot, when you have the comforts of, you know, having your trailer, I could 100% understand that. I've seen a lot of weather out there. I bet. Yeah. My first year of having my soft tail, I, it was a, I got it in 2020. It was a holdover. It was brand new. I got it. It was a 19. I got it in 2020. I took it to Sturgis. Hadn't had it very long. And we ran into a hailstorm over by the sugar shack. That was the year. That's been a few years ago that they did a lot of damage to, well, I don't know if you saw that. I was going to send you pictures of that. The hail would barely fit in our hand. It was Holy big. crap. It was like softball, baseball, softball, but they were flat. I mean, there was people bleeding, you know, it was awful. And it, I had to have my bike all redone. So it did a lot of damage to my bike. Jesus. So, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I've heard We're some of the hailstorms over there are no joke. They are no joke. When it hails here, I laugh because it's like, you know, pea size or nickel size. But yeah, after seeing that. I mean, it would shear. We were trying to hide under trees in the woods, and it would just shear the branches right off. And Holy crap. Bad. Yeah, it was really bad. Never seen anything like that. We filmed it. It was insane. Yeah, that is insane. Say, fuck a bunch of that. <laughs> so. That's where you find an overpass and take shelter. Yeah, if there would have been. We were out in the middle yeah. of nowhere. <laughs> I know my dad or somebody, one of the years that he went, it was like that. And they pulled into a gas station and he goes, there were so many bikes underneath the cover of the gas station out, you know, just trying to wait out the hailstorm because it was nasty. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Oh, God, trying to think some more questions. Gone through so much. It's been fun. See, I told you it'd be a good time. So did you name your bike? I know Dylan has, you know, of course he's named his. He has named all of his, and I've been trying to get a name for mine, and I nothing's popped, really. So I thought once about Haley because she was in a hailstorm, but I haven't came. Nothing's really stuck. Mm -hmm. so she deserves a name, but I don't. It'll come to you. Yeah. Well, shoot. Oh, I know. That's the other one. Well, I guess obviously some of your guys' trips, so you, you take the trailer, but, you know, if you guys are just on the bikes, do you just find hotels or, you know, how do you work that in some of your trips or you usually always have your taking the trailer? Well, we've stayed in hotels before. I have yet to get to, like, go somewhere and camp, you know, and, and stay in a tent, and I want to do that. That's kind of – Dylan has. He sleeps on park benches or – <laughs> picnic tables or you know but i'd like to you know throw a tent in sometime and just 
go. But yeah, otherwise we usually get a room. So I'm not above tenting. Yeah, I found, you know, church parking lots are usually, they're pretty good too. I've used those a couple <laughs> times now. Yeah. So. Yeah. It is fun. It is neat. Kind of adds to the adventure. and It does, I bet. Yeah. There's just something about it. Dylan, my test never been out of the bag. <laughs> he bought one, and yeah, he he sleeps on a park bench or a picnic table or whatever. And I said, "Well, if we go, I want to be in a tent." I think so. Anyway, he's got the tent. So yeah, you get a little more shelter. Yeah. Why not? Yep. Nice. We well, got anything else you want to add, or? I think we touched a bunch of stuff. No, it's been fun. I think so. Well, thank you for taking time out of your Sunday and coming and hanging out. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely, it's fun. And it's it's so much fun because, you know, like yourself, you know, we met, you know, in person at in Sturges and whatnot, but it's fun to just, you know, you build a relationship more. You get to see these people. We all interact so much on Facebook and through a lot of stuff with Mile Monsters. It's just it's fun to build friendships more. And that's like I've always said, it's the biggest reward of doing this is the people that I get to meet and, and the friendships that I get to, I get to make with people. Exactly. So I agree. thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Coyotes are going nuts behind my garage. Oh, <laughs> I can just hear them through my headphones. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, thank you for, uh, for joining and coming, hanging out and, uh, Definitely be in touch. I'd have to figure something out and see, you know, if you guys work your way out this, out this way yeah. this summer. I'd like to do that. That'd be cool. That would be fun. So, all righty. Well, thank you. And thank you everybody for tuning in to my post one twenty two. It's crazy. It's going that far. So much fun. Wow. <laughs> so until next time, guys have fun, ride safe. We'll see you on the open road and stay tuned for updates for mile post one twenty three. We'll catch you guys later.